It's time for Tech Impact. <laughs> All right, I teased you guys a bit earlier, you know, made fun of the the iPhone 14. But guess what? It's it's not all bad, okay? It's not all bad. There are new things that are in the iPhone 14, but not the 14, okay? Not just the plain ones, but on the iPhone 14 Pro and the iPhone Pro Max, okay? While the external design looks pretty, pretty much the same as the previous iPhones, the 14 Pro models have a new display design, which is called the Dynamic Island, okay? So it's a cutout at the top of the screen that replaces the notch which uh, with smart features, okay? So if you, just to give you an idea, so if um, there's, um, okay, I, I, yo, this, this is quite intriguing. You know, if you could see the picture, it will make it easier. But I want to read out something just to help you see why I actually think it's a bit cool. Just a little bit, not too much. <laughs> it's a bit cool. Okay. So, how dynamic island works. One thing that's impossible not to notice is how smooth this dynamic island animations are. When you close an app that has dynamic island support, it goes straight to it. The cutout becomes larger depending on the action the app offers. For example, when you set a timer, the iPhone shows the progress in real time at the top of the screen. So if you long press on the dynamic island, it expands that app's widget with some basic controls. So for timers, you can pause or stop the time directly from the dynamic island. So you won't have to open the app and close the app. Nope. That load dynamic island will have it there. So the same applies uh, to apps like music and FaceTime. Some system actions like enabling a focus mode or putting the iPhone in the charger also triggers animation on that dynamic island. Okay. One of the non-detailed behaviors for Apple that we can now see is how dynamic island handles picture in picture videos. Unsurprisingly, you can't drag a PI window over the cutout. And even when you have a PIP window, sorry, a PIP window at the top of the screen, expanding the dynamic island moves the contact down automatically. So it won't cover it. And they're actually showing um, little pictures of it. And I think it's, it is a bit of a a game changer, you know? So once you open a video, Dynamic Island reverts to its default layout with no extra icons. Even if you tap on it, nothing happens overall. So it won't disturb you when you're watching a video. You know, so I, I think I think it makes the the iPhone 14 Pro and the iPhone 14 Pro Max worth it you know it's it's something new i know we've complained a lot in the past about you know iphone just recycling the same thing but i think um this is this is a bit of a, a game changer so another thing they're also saying is um, all the new iphones can make satellite communication in case you get lost without cellular or Wi-Fi connection. 
Now, now that that's a game changer. I think you know, especially some of us who are explorers. You know, you go somewhere, and maybe you were on, you know, your Google Maps. You know, whatever the iPhone people use, <laughs> and the next thing you know, there isn't network anymore. So if it can actually connect to a satellite, you know, and use a satellite communications to help you if you're without cellular or Wi-Fi connection, I think I think that's worth it. I think that's worth it. But I'm not an iPhone person. <laughs> I I just had to you know to mention the the things that are, are happening because people are very excited about it. But you know what? Next week I'll be telling you about a phone I'm super excited about. I'll be testing it out during the week, you know, speaking to the guys, getting, you know, to really know what the features are on it and then when I show up next week, uh man, I will be I will be giving you guys all the news, man. All the news. You do not want to miss it. Now that's that's it from me. And to all the iPhone users out there in the world, I love you. You know, I know there's an Apple on your phone and you're probably the reason the world's in this fallen state. I'm joking. But yeah, yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> man we we have to we have to throw jabs we have to you know it's all in love you know phones do not determine whether we make it in heaven or not and i'm very glad for that you know and i always tell myself you know in the end of the day unless you you're the founder of that phone um yeah don't don't take such things personal we're excited um may it be a good product may all the iPhone users enjoy it and you know may it really keep pushing the boundaries because the more competition there is between the cellular networks and the, the the cell phone companies the better it is for us the consumers all right let's hand it over to Charles for tech impact and hear what he has to say when it comes to tech this week there is only one way that my mind immediately would go and that is to the apple unveiling the apple event that happened this week so what happened is we saw the ios 16 actually uh, we've we've heard rumors about it but we know that when it will be launched it will be launched around about next week uh, the 12th of september and then the second thing that the made the biggest impression was the fact that we will see the uh, iphone 14 and you need to go check this out because what Apple did with the iPhone 14 is it looks very, very similar to what the iPhone 13 actually looks like. Um, I, to be totally honest with you, I didn't even check the, the design differences or anything. There's just this one thing that I find so impressive and it feels to me like Apple is actually going back to being this tech giant they used to be. Now, um, there's a couple of people that's having issues with the iPhone 14, some of the releases. I don't know if you remember when iPhone dropped the, um, or when Apple rather dropped the headphone jack. 
It seems like in the USA they're trying to pull a similar stunt and they in using something that is called an eSIM. In other words, it's not a physical SIM card. So the iPhone 14, specifically the US models, will not have a SIM card tray. So you will have an eSIM that is something that's a SIM card that's embedded onto the motherboard of the phone. People are complaining about that quite a bit because that means that when you are traveling abroad outside of the United States, you would then need to uh, uh, pay roaming fees uh, to your network provider. That, I need to be honest, is not a good thing, but currently it seems like it will only happen in the United States. So I'm holding thumbs that that will not be the case in South Africa. But the coolest thing about this iPhone 14 is that they are almost going with a notchless design. So I don't know if you know what a notch is. It's this little black piece and the full touchscreen screen. Uh, full touchscreen phone uh, or uh, uh, what? what's the difference yeah the entire home the entire screen is actually uh, the front of the phone is the entire screen that's what I'm trying to say you've got this little bezel at the top right or you've got this notch at the top that's where the camera the, the camera sits as well as the speaker now Apple uh, invented something for the iPhone 14 called a dynamic island and they've some other way embedded the software to almost override the hardware. So you still got that notch, but that notch literally looks like it's disappearing because they've got certain approved, uh, certain, certain application, applications that get their notifications on that notch. So that black part of the phone is being used, um, it's still there, it's still very visible, but because of the cell phone and the blackness of the screen and the blackness of the, the operating system surrounding it, it looks smaller and it looks like it's being used and it actually is being used by the operating system. That is such a cool thing. And I must tell you that as far as I've read on the, uh, on the internet as well as my own personal opinion, this is just groundbreaking because this is the typical things that Apple used to do. These are the things that Apple, what I mean by saying these are the things that Apple used to do is they are using software to make the hardware look so much better and perform so much better. This is such a, such a cool thing. Then, of course, as I said earlier on, iOS 16 will be relaunched, uh, relaunched. It won't be released on the 12th of September. If you're anything like me, you would sit up late at night hoping to get that download, start the download immediately and have a new phone by the following morning unfortunately the oldest phones that will be supported if i remember correctly is the second edition uh, of the iphone se or iphone uh, special edition i think it was called the se right that will be the oldest phone that will be supported but um you can get the ios 16 and while i'm trying to say if you're anything like me you would wake up at night but uh Probably be better to wait a bit of a week, a week, so that we can get 16.1 uh, or 16.11 or something. The update, so that all these bugs will be worked out by the general consumers, <laughs> and then you don't have to sit through it and sit through. Usually, it can be a battery problem. Usually, it's a camera problem. Uh, something very, very irritating can be the problem in one of these first things. But it looks cool. iOS, uh, what Apple at long last is trying to do is get your lock screen editable. You can choose fonts on your lock screen. You can choose which apps, well, you can choose how apps uh, integrate with the lock screen. And that is a function that's been on Android for quite some time. And now at long last, Apple is adapting to what the world is wanting from them.